When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit for episode six. I'm here with my co-host, Danny Cole, UPenn's finest. We're going to be talking some NFL Combine, lots of NFL Combine. And, you know, latest headlines from the NBA, we're going to be talking how the Nuggets look to be, you know, they're going to be healthy come playoff time. And we're going to be talking John Morant, uh, probably the brightest rising star right now in the NBA. Luka doesn't count. But, uh. Yeah, we're gonna get right into it. But before that, uh, Danny, how are you? How are you doing today? Yo, aside from the dude that just repelled by my window, I'm on the 21st floor. For reference, I'm doing great. It's a great morning. It's uh, everything's going good. No uh, man, that that that's good stuff, man. But yeah, I would uh, hope no one comes up to my window. I mean, I'm only on the second floor, but uh, that'd be uh, that'd, that'd be pretty that'd weird. Be scary. That'd, that'd be definitely weird. more scary in uh in Delaware County. Yeah, definitely would be you know weirder uh, in a small town. But um, yeah, we're just gonna get right into the NFL Combine. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about, there are a lot of guys who, no, of course there are your guys who don't really need to have a good combine. Aiden Hutchinson does not need to have a good combine. Kyle Hamilton doesn't need to have a good combine. Kayvon Thibodeau might not even need a good combine, but if he does good at like the press conferences and stuff, that would probably boost him back up to number one prospect, you know, availability. But there are people who do need it. Um, There are people who do need it. And just because I just realized what shirt I'm wearing, I'm going to talk about Sam Howell and how I think he needs to have a good combine. There obviously, you know, no, no quarterback is getting like a lot of the hype, but I think he is truly getting disrespected. Uh, there's a lot of people saying he's like not a top five quarterback and I get it. Maybe if, huh? even if he's QB six, there's P yeah. I just, I, I just read an article. They, they had it Willis. Uh, what they have it. They had Willis Ritter corral 
Don't don't say strong. Don't say Carson Strong better. Than yeah, Carson Strong was five. Sam Howell was not on the list. Uh, I think the disrespect's getting real. Bro, I think he is the best boys. They're literally just asking for views at this point. Like, yeah, I know that's what hungry. outlets do, but I'm here. To, we're here to produce the fact. So Howell is the most precise QB in this draft. He is the best touch. He's probably I. The term pro ready is like weird stupid. but it's i think it's stupid he, i think right. he would be the best one out of all of them if they were all to start week one if they all had to start week one he's coming out playing the best game that's just what i Yo, think the disrespect has lie. to stop he was a heisman finalist and how could compete with the eagles come on the eagles and compete with hurts and starting job right now i don't know about that um he'd sir i think he would certainly beat out Minshew for the backup job and then maybe if it, he'll he'll probably push Hurts a tail a little more than probably the other quarterbacks, um, yeah. But I I get your point. But no, he probably wouldn't beat Hurts for a starting job. Yeah, By the way, Hurts is plus four thousand MVP odds. So go throw ten dollars on that. Get your money no, up because no, he's winning you it. You have to parlay Hurts MVP and Eagles Super Bowl. Oh yes, that's yes. Get, your, your get, your, get your money up. Yeah. So. Sam Howell is a prospect that I think should have if he honorary has a Birds good fan. combine. Honorary Birds fan. Yeah, for all out. But he's the prospect I think should needs to have a good combine. I also have one more, but I want you to I want you to go first. I want you to get yours out the way. There's two guys that I think really need to have a good uh combine from the wide receiver group. Number one, Traylon Burks. His film. Jody jumps off the tape, but if he, if this man runs a four four forty at six three two forty, and the other guy being Drake London, Drake London six five wins about just about every jump ball. If he can show that he runs anywhere and somewhere fast in the forty and have good hands, this man they both might go in the first round. And I, I could see upwards six receivers going in the first round if this happens. Because Jameson Williams is going to go in the first. Garrett Wilson going in the first. You don't know. Like, there's so many receivers that are really, a lot really of guys. good. Yeah, I, I really do like this class. It's a lot of guys. Uh, Burke, Burks and, and London, they're two, two big uh, physical. Well, London is certainly physical. But um, Burks, you know, a lot of a lot of the talk on him is like, it like they're like oh is he is he that fast well i mean if you watch his film they don't catch him so like it, i think here's the thing with burks let's say he goes out there let's say he uh, like let's make it drastic measures he runs like a a 4.57 right that's not like elite speed but who cares because they don't catch him anyway you know what i'm saying you know who has the most um, to lose out of their pro day oh or you mean combine combine you know no Garrett i think Wilson. What I actually want to say was I think Garrett Wilson could really, really up his stock at this combine. To if what? he can win, hear me out. A lot of people question his in and out his his speed in and out of breaks, his overall speed. They essentially question his fluidity, um, which I don't see why he gets watch the film. He gets open. He gets open. If you watch the film, apparently he looks he looks janky, I guess is the term. But I don't see the same thing. I see someone who gets open. So when he looks fluid, when he's fast, when he's like really good in and out of his breaks at this combine, it's going to just really solidify him in my eyes as wide receiver one, even though Burks is probably 
on top of a lot of people's lists. I think Wilson. Gmo and uh, John Mechie are way beyond him when they get, when they get back. John Mitchie, I believe uh, Mitchie's not even like I think top five according to next gen stats. Obviously, I, that's not what I'm basing it off of. But no, Garrett Wilson is the best receiver in this draft. I truly believe. Yeah, yeah. but he's not. He's the third best receiver at Ohio State. Well, probably this last year, maybe. We and that's another thing. We talked all. We didn't talk about Olave. No, I talked about Olave. No, I heard. The, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sky Moore. He's gonna. He he's gonna be a burner in this draft. Yeah. Watch out for that name. But the thing with Olave, I I read a scouting report on Olave, and it was like, um, has a system that helps him get open easier. Is that not the job of a system? Is to wait, wait, is wait, to wait. get get good plays in, get good routes and separation for your receivers. Here's my question: Why is that not the same thing said for Garrett Wilson? They play in the same. Team. Exactly, they're on the same team. I get it. <laughs> Even if you show more attention to Wilson, that doesn't matter. It's not like it's Olave's fault. And anywhere he gets drafted, it's not like he's going to be asked to be wide receiver one. If he got drafted to the Philly, Jack- he's not Jackson going to be wide Smith- receiver one. Jackson Smith and Jigba clears. No. That uh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait till when he ends up in Jacksonville, uh when they had the first overall pick again. But he's not nah, playing. They're gonna they're gonna have pick thirty two. It doesn't matter. They're gonna have pick thirty two. Nah, so, they'll uh, probably finish in like sixteen pick. Yeah. Uh yeah, but honestly, this combined two of our segments into one because we were talking about which Q which which receiver will create the most separation in like in the combine, not actually, you know, routes. Um, but I said, I think Garrett Wilson can prove the most after this. If it, you know, if his breaks and his routes and his 40 time, maybe looks good. Um, but in terms of who can create the, the most separation, um, is literally a guy who can create some good separation is Olave. And he's usually in most drafts, like most mocks, he's kind of like middle, not middle of the pack receiver. Like he's really good, but he's usually like four or five. I think he's really underrated uh, as a vertical threat. Like, I like the comparison to Tyler Lockett. Um, and that's, like, a much safer route to go, I feel like, as a receiver sometimes. Because uh, I don't think Olave will be a one immediately in the NFL. So, while being a number two, while being a Tyler Lockett vertical threat type of guy, it could just really help him get off to a good start. And if he can just show the speed, show the hands, uh, combine, I think that will that will help his stock. Here's my question. Who's this year's... Jamar Chase. This year's Jamar Chase. I mean, hard hard comparison. I mean, like Jamar Jamar Chase was kind of like Trey Lance, but for receivers. The dude kid played like fifteen games, and then yeah, that's it. It was fifteen games, and he was still deemed the best receiver in his class. That's when you hear something crazy. Jamar did jammed at the line a lot. Yeah, and in college, he, I I worried for him because I thought he really struggled with that. Even though, but it's weird because down the field he was super aggressive, but at the line he wasn't. Um, and that's kind he's of a lot of things with young the, receivers. He's not fluid at the line. If he could get his releases down and get off the line smoother, oh my god, the NFL is going to be up for, in for. Yeah, and you know what? Now that we mention it, that's kind of like Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, when he can get into his route. Oh, he's amazing. And I think we know that. Our, maybe best receiver in the class. But the fact that he struggles with press coverage, I mean, uh, Garrett Wilson also struggles with press coverage. But Jameson Williams, 
Um, two brilliant head coaches do this. You know what yeah. they do? Someone struggling with uh, with press coverage, you put them to the slot because the linebacker sure is not covering them. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, they eat in the slot all day. Yeah, but the, you know those guys are like two of the top like five or six, seven receivers in the NFL. But no, I definitely I get your point. Yeah, but this is an exciting receiver class. I don't care what anyone says. For how like not bad for how mid the quarterbacks are, I think it's a great class because how like competitive it can be year one. Um, There's at least four good linemen, like top top tier linemen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's Kayvon Thibodeau, Ajabo. You have. Carlaftis. You also even have uh, Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis. That's six. That's uh, that's six. Just D linemen alone, and you mostly named some edges. Uh, Jordan Davis. I, I'm ho- Jordan I'm Davis. hoping you know. Obviously, Thibodeau, Thibodeau, and Hutchinson won't be there by the time the Eagles pick. But man, I think. I mean, Thibodeau I, I mean, I, I doubt it. I I think a team like the Giants will take him, regardless of his character issues. Um. Ekem uh, Ekemikwonu, he his odds to go for number one overall jumped two hundred today. He went from really? to yeah. That's some crazy stuff. I cannot, I cannot lie. I like how, like after you know, you get through a lot of the combine and people's odds can just skyrocket off narratives. Like I don't know, just find that I find that like kind of crazy. Uh, there I have to look at his name because I can't. I literally just can't pronounce it not looking at it um one the the edge rush out of purdue george gorge george carlaftis i literally can't pronounce it unless i'm looking at it uh, i was watching some of his film yesterday and honestly if the eagles could get him at uh, so i think we could take dean first that's such an easy pick though. I, it's such an easy yeah, pick i know he should if he's if he's there for us that i think that's our guy obviously so I would say, all right, maybe him and Dean with the first two picks. But then at 19, I was saying, oh, maybe receiver. But, man, if we could get one of these corners, if we could no, get one of these corners. Here's where I think you go wrong, ready? Uh, so the Chargers and Saints would take a corner if they have one there. The Eagle, they're not going to take a linebacker. Yeah. You need to take the corner first and then get the linebacker. Well, we have back-to-back picks. Um, also, I think they're indifferent between Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Get both. So of if them. they wanted to get that linebacker, get both of them. <laughs> I mean, I've, seen, I've seen some mock draft. People said get both of them, and your defense is going to be insane. I'm. I look, look. If they if they were to grab both of them, I don't care. All right. Well, that's enough about the NFL combine, and we got a little bit ran off about the Eagles. But I wanted to talk about – we were going to talk about um, the Nuggets first, but because John Morant was absolutely electric last night, we'll talk about John Morant first. This is Danny's favorite player. And I must say, this kid has, like, elevated into, like this – ki- this kid is probably going to be an MVP in the next couple of years. He's not putting – he's a good team. But what I'm saying is, like, there are rare guys who can be the best player on a championship team. And he's, I think he he can be one of them. Absolutely. I think he could do it this year. Not my favorite, but I think he could do it this year. Um, as a, as coach, a, Taylor Jenkins. He's a Penn alum. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, so Taylor Jenkins, Penn alum. He really said John Morant. We had a meeting with him last week. He said John Morant is not treated any more special than anyone else on the team. I felt the cap, though. 
this man definitely created like a superstar. You saw him gritty after after hitting the shot last night. Oh, I, 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 no, I think I would believe that. Like, and that's how a lot of young gritty teams, uh, no pun intended, about the grit and grind of Memphis. But no, I, I, I would believe him if he said he didn't. If he treated Ja no differently than everyone else, there are a lot of young guys. But Ja is, is really special. Now, a topic that I seen just seen on Twitter was, is he better than than Luka Doncic? Um, um, no, he's not. He's not. Not at all. But what I do think he is, I think is he, he put himself. Yeah. Is he more fun to watch? Yeah. It depends what you like to see because a lot of okay. They're they're kind of similar to like Jokic and Embiid. Jokic or Embiid, you're gonna get the step backs, you're gonna get the post moves, you're gonna get the dunks, you're like you're you're dunking on people, you're swatting shots. But Jokic, Jokic plays this brand of basketball where he looks so fat and unathletic, but he does not miss a shot. Like he doesn't miss, and it's so fun to watch because he's so unorthodox. And I think that's how Luca plays. He's very unorthodox and unathletic, but Ja, he's dunking on people. He's He's catching 90-foot alley-oops and shooting mid-ranges out of them. He's he's dropping 50 bombs. He like He's doing all this crazy stuff and being the best player on a team. I think Ja is elevated to what I used to think was the, the tier of young talent in the league was Luka, and then you start your tier two. I used to put Tatum, Zion in there. I think Zion. Ja – Zion – well, let's think. He averaged 27-7 and seven as, a, as, a, as a second year in the league. When, uh, look, I'm going to tell you right now, when healthy, I think he's in the Luka, not the Luka clear tier, but he's in that second tier. The healthy, would, does healthy consider that he's not weighing 280 pounds? Look, if he was 280 pounds, that'd be great, but I think he's like 350. So, um, so but no, I think Jai's elevated himself probably a little bit above, um, probably the top of that tier two. Would I say he's better than Tatum? I mean, maybe, maybe that system lets him do what he's got to do and he's a little bit not a little bit he is more consistent than jason tatum so i guess that makes him better uh but you'll never hear that from me um the kid is a star he's going to be an mvp uh yeah but speaking more, of the more time goes on it feels like zion is going to be the, the biggest what is story in the, NFL, in, in the nba it could be i mean i don't like the greg odin comparisons because Zion has already been better than Greg Oden ever was at any point in his basketball career. Remember Zion's shoe exploded in the college? Who's doing that? That's just so impressive. He's so, like, Ow. he's so explosive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I enjoy watching Zion play, and I hope he gets healthy soon because I don't like injury jokes. Like, they're not cool. They're corny. I hope AD gets healthy soon. No, they um, said if they said if Zion were to run through you like in a football match, like you if were to hit you, <laughs> you it would die. be like it's like getting hit by a jeep at forty miles an hour. Yeah, I, I believe it. Nah, this is supposed to be a Jaw segment. You remember that time where Ja Morant almost lost the rookie of the year to Zion, even though he only played nineteen games? That was a yeah, crazy man. era. That was super crazy. So glad that 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 one that Murray State scout was hungry and went to go get a bag of Doritos. So that was really clutch. And now we get to watch the man named John Morant. All right, we're going to move on to a team that should that's looking to get pretty good 
by the playoff start. I'm talking the healthy Nuggets, and I'm not talking about the impossible Nuggets from Burger King. I'm talking about those Denver Nuggets who, as it is, are already, I believe, the five seed, but now they're about to get Murray back. They're about to get Michael Porter Jr. back. I We posted a poll on – I posted a poll on Twitter about if they get healthy, are they the biggest threat to the Suns? I said yes. A couple of you says no. Danny says the Warriors. Um why are you hating on the Nuggets? Let the people know why you're hating on the Nuggets and why they're a bigger threat to the Suns than than the Warriors. Year after year, these Nuggets consistently burn out. Pun intended, because they weren't burn out like burnt Nuggets. Uh, the the Nuggets burn out in the playoffs. They don't. They suck. Uh, they they wow. can't get it done. Quite frankly, they can't get it done in the playoffs. And in my mind, the Utah Jazz and Denver Nuggets have both folded in the playoffs. And they continue; they will continue okay. to because they can't get it done. I get what you mean, but let's think about the Nuggets the last couple years. Okay, so they lost in a game seven to Damian Lillard. Well, no, they lost to CJ McCollum and the Blazers. Uh, next year, they have a historic run. Like they, they, if anything, they made teams fold beating the Jazz and Clippers after being down 3-1. And then you run into LeBron, which is unfortunate. And then last year, they weren't healthy. Um, and then they made it uh, – they can only make it second round. But the fact they even did so uh, is kind of crazy. shows, like, the resilience of the team. But they'll have a healthy Murray, a healthy MPJ, both super well-rested. That could be a problem for some teams. I believe the Jazz are the four seed. Uh, and I – I'm pretty sure if the Nuggets, if a healthy Nuggets team were to meet the Jazz right now in the playoffs, I think the Nuggets will win. I think the Nuggets will win without them. The Jazz are just how you just described the Nuggets. They are the same way. And shout out to including them in your fraud, like your fraudulent two teams, because they are. They're super fraudulent. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I don't see the Nuggets being the team to beat in the West. I think we're talking about a team. The Suns, obviously, uh, the team other than the Suns to be in the West. We just talked about them. Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant. Think the Grizzlies are a bigger threat to the Suns than a healthy Nuggets? Yeah. I must say, yeah. I, I maybe it's just my lens, but I think that's pretty hot because um, I don't think the Grizzlies would beat a healthy Nuggets at all. They have, they have no answer for Jokic. Uh, Murray, you don't know about Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams, twenty rebounds. Steven Adams will will literally go hell and back trying to defend Nikola Jokic. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for them, definitely. Um, Here's but, the problem. Who on the Nuggets is guarding John Moran? Absolutely nobody. Who on the Nuggets or who on the Grizzlies is guarding, guarding Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. or Nikola Jokic? You getting the Grayson Allen? Grayson Allen's on the Bucks. Wait, did he get traded? Yeah, he been got traded. You didn't remember the thing earlier in the year where he uh he took Caruso out or something, and then the Bucks only suspended him a game. Nope, I don't know. It was like it was it was really bad. You should probably look it up. But yeah, it was it was really bad. But um, that just about wrapped it up. You know, we just talked about some some combine, some NBA, some John Morant future MVP talk. Um, but we're just gonna leave on on one question. How many and how many games would a series between this Sixers team, as currently constructed, and the Suns go? That's just quick question. Just 
Just want to hear your answer for, off the top of your head. Go. Sixers and five. Suns and six. Mm. Wow. Completely different ways, but uh, yeah. But that will wrap it up for this uh this episode. Hopefully, that last question sparks some debate. Let us know what uh, NFL uh prospects you're looking to look forward to. Uh, your predictions out of the West, just like we were just talking about, and can John Maria win uh, an MVP? Um, yeah, forgot sure the support, intro. Make sure you support the Sixers myth. <laughs> oh yeah, Bible and Tobias Harden. And Harden. No, not Tobias. Thibel, even though Thibel sucks too. But yeah, Thibel, I forgot to me- I forgot to mention at the start of the pot. I forgot to mention start of the podcast. Shout out to Belly, uh, the Belly Up Sports Network or Podcast Network. Them guys really helped us get started, uh, helping us put all of our content on all platforms so if you're looking to start up a podcast make sure you get up with belly up network uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the youtube make sure you download on spotify and apple podcast and make sure you follow the tiktok you know we're, we're posting good clips and stuff good content there um and we're getting a, a lot of a lot of good feedback there so, uh, me and danny make sure you guys have a great day and tune in on all platforms Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 